there's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, the man of the hour tonight. He is on full showcase mode tonight, AJ Johnson. What's up, buddy? I know you're feeling a little uh, a little rattled here after the news that broke, <laughs> which we'll get in just a little bit. But how are you on this beautiful March 26th? I am happy. This today <laughs> was literally the definition of what we've been explaining to you our month has been like. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> I feel like what we've said every day we've come on the show this month has been wild. It's been crazy. The moment we think we have something going, everything flips flops and changes the whole game around. It's it's been it's been interesting. It's been a day yeah. for sure. Yeah, that that is that is the perfect way to sum up what today has what this month has been like it, this day in particular, where we have everything loaded up for a great mock draft setup, And then the whole world comes crashing down. Let's get into that real quick, though. It, it's a hot topic. Just it's a must. What we're talking about, if you are if you live under a rock, there was a massive trade that took place in the NFL today. And I should say two massive trades in the NFL that took yeah. place today that had big time draft impl- implications. The Miami Dolphins, it first started off with the Miami Dolphins trading back in this year's draft with the San Francisco 49ers. Now the 49ers own the number three overall pick. And originally the Dolphins would move back to 12. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles said, hey, wait a second. I want to move back back to so then he called the, the Miami Dolphins, and now the Eagles have moved back to number 12, and now the Dolphins move up to number six. There is so much there is so much draft implications with this, with talent, where they're going to go. And AJ had this beautiful mock already <laughs> written up, and then now it means nothing. It mm. means absolutely nothing because of this nothing. trade that happened because it's all shaken up again the dolphins are now at six the 49ers are now at three the eagles are now at 12 and aj is bamboozled 
You know, it's funny to me how this always happens, man. Like, I have a take on the show, and then the next day some crazy news happens. Like, we had the whole uh, Chris Riley, right? The whole Chris Riley conversation on that day. And then the Jags fired him. It's Riley, right? I don't think it's Chris. It's the, the not. Coach. I don't think any of those. I don't think it's any of those. Okay, well, maybe on either way, you know who I'm talking about. I talked about that. They fired him that night. I had the Carson Wentz conversation. I talked all that stuff about Carson Wentz. He gets traded the next day. I had the conversation about Cam Newton. They extended him the next day. Chris Doyle, thank you. I knew there was a Chris, at least. I thought it was O'Neal, though. But either way. But this just keeps happening. And then I dropped this mock. You see how it went down. And from the moment I released it, the world just went upside down crazy. You yep. talk, you messaged me, and we noticed some errors. And then the yeah, Dolphins then, and the 49ers, I, like, I, hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I definitely have to point out that Devontae Smith was not on either one of your graphics here for, for a mock draft. So, according it's to not AJ, that good, bro. According to AJ's first mock, and you know what? This is what you get. Remember last night, and I'll pull the curtain back for the fans. Remember last night when you were like, you don't really have to include a 1.0 because I'm only doing one mock draft. <laughs> well, guess what? I included 1.0 because now we're going to get 2.0 tonight live on the show because, well, this graphic here is pretty oh, much useless so at this point. We'll have to see if AJ's mock stays the same. But again, welcome to Fun and Games Friday. We're going to get into a live mock draft. The simulator is already locked and loaded up, ready for AJ's selections. But first, AJ, I need those beautiful fingers loaded up, and I need you to tell our lovely... Because that's the number that mattered today. (laughs) Three's all around. Here you go. At Rough Cuts underscore sports on Twitter. We at Facebook, Rough Cut Sports. And on the Instagram, the Rough Cut Sportscast. You know the deal. Hit the like, hit the follow, hit the share. Then tell somebody, not just somebody, tell everybody. Tell like your mama or your daddy, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, your best friend's cousin, your best friend's cousin, auntie, sister, cousin, everybody, all the sister cousins, every one of them. <laughs> every single one of them and of course we are brought to you by halftime sports collectibles the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs they got a great website over here they've got all the great content the great sale items here i mean this one here is like i i still can't believe i like this is my favorite item this dj shark sign cleat like i wish we maybe that's what we'll do maybe we'll buy this cleat and if we get enough if we get a thousand uh likes and follows by the end of March Madness, we will buy this cleat and give it away for free to somebody because there is no reason why a tier two wide receiver like DJ Chark should A, have a price tag of $75 for a signed cleat and B, still be available. So it is there at half <laughs> sports collectibles. And of course you scroll down to the bottom and he's got us there. He's a great guy, man. It's just fantastic support from halftime sports collectibles. The number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. And I just want to point out, we love giving out the shout outs to our guys at the broad street South. I want to say that I kind of like got the idea to have that website loaded up to be pulled up for them after that video from from broad street south because they always they always cut to like when they do when they were giving us our shout out they pulled up yeah. our facebook and and, yeah. and showed it to the fans that idea is straight from them they've got a great show over there at broad street south michael sherman i i guess i, I want to call him the professor let's just keep it at the professor mm-hmm. for michael sherman the professor right. himself <laughs> michael sherman 
He's great over there. All the guys at Broad Street South are fantastic. Uh, AJ. What a- up, now? J. AJ. What up, though? What up, though? How are you feeling about your mock? It's amazing how, how much today's events changed everything. Like, think of like just those those two moves, as massive as they were, they changed the entire landscape because just one domino falls and it just knocks over almost everything else. You know, I was hoping I could get in there, move a couple things here and there, and it stay the same. But once you grab a player from here, this opens up a whole new world for so many other teams. And it is. And that, I, I got on, down to the bottom before I could stop changing some things. And and when I did my mock in February, obviously none of this kind of stuff was happening. Jeez. But I thought to myself, and I had a, I had the biggest trouble with that first trade up. Who's going to trade up for the quarterback? And I put Carolina, yeah. and I put yeah. it with with Atlanta, because once a team trades up, you feel like you're tied. You feel like you're tied right. into that. That you can't have who was because you said it before. Who's Atlanta going to trade up with? Who, who you said it before our show when we when we were trying to, to figure out all this and you're trying to do a practice mock, you're like, who's yeah. Atlanta gonna trade back? They have no more trade partners. It, that it's first domino difficult. fell. And it, yeah, it's it it is so hard at this point. But AJ, it's all you tonight, buddy. You're the only one mocking. It is all you. Halftime's excited. Are you excited? Fans, are you excited? Hey, let's mock, lock, and drop it, bro. I'm ready. Let it, let it, let us get into it here, AJ. Probably the most easiest pick out of the draft, Zach Wilson to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right? That's there you what you go. Like I mean, you seen like it. You seen the way this man put on at pro day. How can he not go number one? <laughs> I on, hate man. you so much. You're the Come worst, on, man. Trevor Lawrence, number one. We want fans to believe that this is a viable mock draft. If I start off with Zach Wilson, our viewership's just going to... This is a credible mock draft here. Fans joining late. This is a credible mock draft, I promise. We're not drafting Zach Wilson. Me and Kuiper were in the the lab all night trying to figure this all out. Don't (laughs) worry. We got the goods for you. (laughs) Oh, man. It's the second pick time. This is it. This is it. Okay. This is where it gets tricky because I wanted to bring this up. The New York Jets are sitting now at the second pick overall. And with this move here that the San Francisco 49ers have moved up to three, there was the talk out there that is like, oh, this means the Jets are definitely getting a quarterback because why would the 49ers not trade up with the Jets if they were in the market for a quarterback and the Jets were not? That's what it seems like right now. AJ, I know I discussed this with Aaron before. Where are you standing with the New York Jets at pick number two? You know, this 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 one hurts. We've we've been on the bandwagon of give Sam Darnold another year uh, for a couple months now on the show, which is so funny for me because when he was coming into the league, I didn't think there was any hype around him. But, like, he can't be as bad as we've seen, right? Like, he can't be that bad. Once projected number one, taken number three, in a horrible system. Sure, he's been bad, but like he can't be that bad that they're just going to give up on him. But then I heard about how, you know, this is a whole new regime. And that's kind of why I wanted to trade back for the Jets because they're going to try to stockpile, get picks, and make sure that they make themselves look good for a while. Then this happened. And the only reason Robert Salah would not be trading with the San Francisco 49ers, you know, is if they're probably in the market for QB. So I think they're going to come in and just try to start their own way. They're going to take Zach Wilson at number two. 
and look for a trade partner with with Sam Darnold. Should Jets fans be okay with this move? What a, what I, this yeah. is. I mean, this is. I I saw it. I got. I guess I got to show this here out, out there for the fans. This is Zach Wilson from the pro day. Look at this throw. It is a cross. AJ and I were awing at this beforehand. And it, I mean, what he does here, take a look. It's a nice throw. Moving left, right side, to the right. I mean, across, across his body, just basically like a, it was almost like a, like a, like a fadeaway shot in basketball, right? Yeah, right. Where he's yeah, right. Fading back and he just, he just bombs. I, like I mean, you, you, you pointed out, we can go back to it one more time. It, he didn't. It was like kind of a lobby ball. It wasn't like a perfect spiral, right. but not many quarterbacks know, but it got get there. a perfect spiral on that type of throw. It was right on target, though. It wasn't behind the receiver. It was right on the money. That's a pro throw right there. And if Jets yeah. fans are watching Zach Wilson's pro day, that's the kind of throw that makes you feel like, oh, hey, I'm okay getting rid of Sam Darnold if we're getting this type of quarterback. I'm, I'm with it. I mean, I, I think we talked a little bit about it before, and – for a while, we were talking about it being a lateral move. But at the same time, you think about it, you got someone coming in who's going to be able to develop at a different rate. You know, Sam Darnold hasn't got to where he needs to be in the three years he's been in the NFL. So if they can find a viable trade partner and really stock up, and if they get it done in this draft, you know, that's something that they can look forward to starting that new regime, like I was saying, and stockpiling some picks and still making themselves look good for the future. So I think they bring him in and see – He's got all these weapons to play with. You're giving him every chance to succeed. Sadly, that wasn't something that Sam Darnold really got. Yeah, I, I, I it is sad. I think he's going to move on to a team that that could really use him, and he might be he he might be a, a success story uh, later on. But now the 49ers are on the clock, and at at pick number three, it does it have to be a quarterback? Absolutely. There, you don't. I mean, you don't make this trade for. You don't make it for Kyle Pitts. You've got Kittle there, who's top two tight end in the league. You don't draft up that far for a lineman. There's enough linemen in this draft that are in the top 15 that you can grab. I mean, if, is there a world where they move up and they steal one of those wide receivers? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they move up. They get a QB. This is, it's been, it's no secret that they're not in on Jimmy G. You know, the Niners are looking for the next QB, even if he doesn't come in and start this year. I do believe if he gets hurt, that's bye-bye for Jimmy G. Or he may not be living up to the way that the Niners want Jimmy G to play and they grab a QB. But this one, but this one isn't easy though. There's two quarterbacks on the board here and Justin Fields and Trey Lance, now that uh Lawrence and Wilson are gone. It, it it's not an easy decision with Fields and Lance. Which one are you going with and why? This one, this was hard. This was really hard. I, I they've been linked to Justin Fields early in the offseason process. I'm hearing more and more of the Trey Lance, and and I think I like that idea. I think he fits a little bit more with what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. I think I think getting rid of one of those running backs and having the committee include your quarterback because he's big and he's mobile and can move around. He has great accuracy. He's got a powerful arm, something that they really need with the speed that they have out of the backfield and on the outsides. I think you get a little bit more of that in Trey Lance than you do in Justin Fields. So I'm going to take Trey Lance with third pick for San Francisco, and I, which is interesting because I had them falling. So in my first mock, they didn't really need to do that. No, no, I, I like I like the pick. I as much as I gave a lot of crap to Justin Fields at Justin the beginning Fields. of the season. I, I know you you uh, you and I had some 
conversation about Justin Fields before. I would have went Justin Fields. I think that is that that would be the the right pick there. Yeah. I love what he could do. He reminds me a lot of Russell Wilson. I think that that could be Jimmy Field. Uh, Jimmy Fields. <laughs> mm. I could. I believe mm. that could be Justin Fields. I like that name better. Jimmy Fields. What a bromance. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Fields and Jimmy G on the same team. There you go. Book it. But no, you went the Trey Lance uh, route. So that means the 49ers get their quarterback. And now this is probably your toughest pick all night long with your Atlanta Falcons. This is with me. When I did our draft in February, I didn't have a tough pick because the Jags didn't yeah. pick until 25. And at that point, it's a crapshoot. And you had the first overall pick and it's Trevor Lawrence. It's very, very easy. Now your Falcons yeah. are on the clock. I love the amount of Eagles chat we're getting in the chat right now. This is this yeah. is a lot. Oh, and, this is a lot. And I like that they moved back too because now they get to live in awe and see how this plays out for them. Well, well, <laughs> Dance well, my Eagle puppets. Dance. <laughs> well, like, like, like the professor said here, they now move behind both two of their three division rivals in Dallas and the yep. Giants. So not that I feel I feel like at that point we'll get into it when we get to pick 12. Uh, I feel like at that point, though, teams are not trying to steal your prospects, especially with teams with that many holes in Dallas and, and the Giants. But we'll see when we get to pick 12 for you. Your Falcons are on the mm -hmm. clock here, AJ, and this is a very important pick. What are you doing? All right. So. I like this pick a lot, actually. And this is actually something I kind of wanted to happen. And I feel like because of the way this all went down, it is going to happen. For the number four pick in Atlanta, and I really wanted them to move back, but I think it's going to be too difficult for that to happen now. With the number four pick, I am taking Kyle Pitts to Atlanta, pissing everybody wow. off behind him. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cincinnati can't get him. Look at it. Oh my Dolphins god, can't get him. It is Kyle Pitts. Look, this is one of the best prospects to come out of a college at the tight end position in forever, you know. And I'm not the only one, like, there's a lot of people who can jump on this bandwagon. Kyle Pitts is going to be a fantastic person. We only got Hayden Hurts on one side, and they let Austin Hooper go. I don't think Hayden Hurts is your tight end of the future, and we know that this offense needs to be high powered. And what better way to do that than grab a tight end who's one of the best pass catchers in this draft, tight end receiver? I don't care. I, and I'm not. I'm not the only one on this bandwagon. Take, take a listen to this. Mel uh, has said this on our podcast. Uh, he's talked about this now multiple times. He's been doing this for 43 years. This is the highest grade he has for a tight end ever. So I think that part of the equation here for or when you're drafting a top five pick is that we don't we don't we know that these guys don't all become what they might sort of profile as during the pre-draft process. But if the, the the sky or if the ceiling for Kyle Pitts was Travis Kelsey 2.0, maybe even more athletic, would you sign up for that if you were the best? I mean that that I mean. Give hate on Mel Kuyper all you want. I know there's a lot of people out mm. there that give Mel Kuyper a lot of crap, but I mean, everyone is saying it. What Kyle Pitts, the potential prospect in the ceiling of Kyle Pitts, this is a game changing talent. And you want to re, and I, I, I don't mean to defend your pick, but with this pick, you wanna you wanna try and duplicate the process. You know how like you you, you you see a team have success with one thing and you try and it's a copycat league. It's a copycat league. Yeah, for the sure. Patriots 
won so many Super Bowls with some superstar tight ends. Okay, yeah. the Chiefs Super Bowl in large part to a big time tight end. So if your yeah. ceiling is Kyle Pitts here, you go out and you yeah. go get your Kyle Pitts. It is, and and that's one of those things, man. We we look at the draft board and you're like, okay, Atlanta can move back. They, why not try to have them move back? But then you think to yourself, if this team is trying to win now, you go out and you yeah. go get your big time playmaker yeah. to make a difference here. You get the best player available, and that's Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I, I, you know, I tried so hard to have Atlanta move back because they have so many holes. But yep. everyone wants them to have a QB, and the and the consensus reason is Atlanta doesn't think they're going to be in this position to have a QB like this again. And I agree. And if that's yep. the case, if you firmly believe that, help yourself get there. And once they restructured Matt Ryan's contract the way they did, he's going to be there at least another year or two. And I'm, I'm leaning towards two. There's $40 million in dead cap if they let him go in 2022. You can't take that on. They've already got salary cap issues. So I think that they're going to believe in Matt Ryan. He's still slinging that ball. And yeah. go grab him another weapon, and that offense is going to blow up. Uh Blow up. And I, speaking Rob. of blowing up, there's two name. There's a one name that's been mentioned twice here, and Kyle Pitts yeah. is the Megatron of the tight end position. And then Ryan here says mm -hmm. Pitts isn't a true tight end; he's more of a tight end wide receiver. Picture yeah. this, AJ, and I know this might make you lose your mind: Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. That's an unreal combination, and I know they got Mike Davis in the as a running yeah, back, the but they still yeah. have a very high pick in the second round. And I yep. don't know how your mock draft is looking, but lately I have seen and, and heard thoughts of one of Najee Harris or Travis Etienne or Travis falling Etienne. out of the first round. And if that gets to Atlanta in the in early in the second round, can you imagine Kyle Pitts, a Travis Etienne, or or Najee Harris already with a Calvin Ridley? And a Julio Jones, keep your pants on. Let's get to the next pick. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Why'd you say all this, bro? Like, you know how happy I just got? And then I I fast forward to draft night and see this not happening this way. And how it was kind of like when we got excited and they picked AJ Ter Terrell and we're like, no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> oh. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. I, I I had the hype earlier that I saw a lot of people just talking about the Jags have the draft capital to move up for Kyle Pitts. And I'm like, do they though? Is that even possible? And then I'm like, oh, maybe it's possible. Maybe he slips. Maybe he slips because he's a tight end. Maybe. Oh, yeah. He's going to slip. The Jags are going to get him. No. And then I'm going to get crushed because they're not, they're, they don't stand a chance to get him. But uh, we all, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals are now on the clock, AJ. And this one seems like another simple pick, right? Yeah, yeah, this one is. And, you know, it wasn't for a little while, but I think you can't pass up on Panay Sewell here uh, from Oregon to tackle. You can't – you have a number one pick, a phenom in Joe Burrow who just went down to a horrible leg injury, ACL and MCL, if I'm not mistaken. So you get him some protection and you move forward and you don't think too long about it. 
Yep, uh, 100% agree. We don't have to stay on that one too long. Remember, our last mock draft show went two hours, so uh, we'll I'll try and keep yeah. this rolling here, folks. Uh, the Miami yeah. Dolphins now at six, and they are they've moved back twice, or they've moved back, and now they've moved up. They had they right. had to have a reason to move back up. Is this for a pass catcher, or maybe they're done with Tua? No, no, they are not done with Tua. That makes zero sense. Like, you haven't given him a fair shot whatsoever. I don't care what you're hearing out of camp. You don't give up on a pick like that a year later, not when you have the potential that a Tua Tungavailoa has. They are getting him a pass catcher. And until this moment, I had exactly who I thought it was. But maybe maybe it is a situation where they thought they can move three spots back, essentially, and get the same person they would get at number three. But I think they do now finally use this opportunity because you can't take Devontae Smith at three, but you can take him at six. And I think that's what they're going to do and pair two a backup with Devontae Smith. And they're get going with Devontae Smith. Connection. You're going with Devontae Smith yeah. at six, correct? Uh, just yeah. want, yep. I just want to let you know that if you trick me on any of these draft picks, we won't have to restart that. the entire draft. Okay. We I have won't to restart. Do that. You just got to yeah. just wait till I stop talking to uh, put it in. <laughs> okay, good. I like this Devontae yeah. Smith pick. I think that's a great pick. You get to a, a weapon. Not only do you get to a, a weapon, you get to a comfortable. You get him a comfortable weapon. Right. He knows and he, he knows how to play with and, and pat and throw to. He knows his tendencies. This is a perfect pick to me because the that comfort level. Tua just did not look comfortable. Right in right. last season at all you, you saw him he came in relief for ryan fitzpatrick he was thrown around he didn't he wasn't really you talk about russell wilson cooking and i'm not comparing to it a russ but <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you need to let to a cook you needed to let to a cook and giving him yeah. a weapon a comfortable weapon like Devonte smith is a great pick there now the detroit lions are on the clock here aj and they have a new quarterback in jared goff is this one another yeah. simple one I wouldn't say simple, but I do think that they go ahead and they get a pass catcher as well. I mean, look, people talking about them getting Brashad Perriman and Terrell Williams. Brashad Perriman hasn't been able to stay healthy his entire career. Terrell Williams is just coming off of a pretty big injury that kept him out for a season. So for me, I think they still look at that and know that they need help in the receiving area. So I'm going to go ahead and actually give them Jalen Waddle. I think the, I think he fits a little better with what they are trying to do. And you got to think, if they do believe enough in Brashard Perriman and Terrell Williams, those are big body receivers. So they really got to get some speed. And I think they find that in Jalen Waddle and uh, kind of utilize his weapon set out there. And also it kind of gives Goff a little familiar, familiarity with uh, the kind of offensive style they had with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods over there uh, with the skill set Waddle has. I, I I like that pick. I like that pick especially because it's back to back Alabama receivers, and you know yeah. that gets me going here. Uh, I, I'm interested to ask this question, and again, this is the most interactive sports show you will ever watch. Here, we are super interactive with our chat, Ryan. I have a question for you, sir. I'm not so you say I'm not so certain Miami is done wheeling and dealing. Where and what do you think that they have in store for? For future days to come. I mean, that's what I would be interested to see. Again, we're the most interactive sports show that you are going to tune into. Got it. A close second is the Broad Street South show. I mean, those guys are great. Great show. Great show. Just, just want. I don't want to. I don't want to throw disrespect on people. But we are the number one place where sports fans can be sports fans. And we, I, I have to ask this question for you, Ryan. So please uh, let us know where uh, where you stand on that. Next pick is the Carolina Panthers. 
And I mean, this is a team that we, we discussed in my mock draft. I had them move up with Atlanta to take their quarterback. AJ is a quarterback here. This is amazing. In my first mock, I had Carolina moving up to two with the Jets. Before yesterday, before the today, I was on the bandwagon that they were going to give Darnold one more year. And I had Carolina moving up to two to take Zach Wilson. I actually thought that they were going to go for the more full prospect, you know, try to get out of what they've been doing with Cam and Justin Fields. But they have been linked to like Justin Fields. And at this point, he falls in their lap at eight. I think after you move out of that San Francisco spot at three, Carolina might be a wild card, but I think they I think they find a different route and Carolina just gets their QB at eight. It's kind of like when they got Christian McCaffrey at eight and didn't have to move up to get him because people were kind of sleep on him. And there's been questions about him. So I think Carolina gets a little lucky here. They fall back and they get their QB. And it's, and it's Justin Fields. OK, I was about to say there's two. There are two quarterbacks here, and this is, again, another decision where it's like, okay, which quarterback are you taking? The man who won the national championship over this guy <laughs> or the guy who lost the national championship? You decide yeah, well, to go with Justin Fields to Carolina. This, I guy, like- this guy got his team to the national championship. The next guy was carried to the national championship. Oh. <laughs> Can you remind? I need I need help. I, I, hold on. Hold on here. Let's. I, I need help. Can you just jog my memory here? Can you remind me who, where? Actually, here I I can do this for you. Oh I can gosh. I I can do this there's for you. Here, let waiting. me. Yeah, no, there's people waiting. <laughs> but I mean, I just have to ask this question. Oh my! Where where is Justin yeah, exactly Fields on uh, this voting list? It, yeah, where but where Justin is he? Played six oh, games, oh wait, he's. Oh, oh, wait, he's right here. Oh, six games. Six games, and he still was in the top 10. Oh, okay, cool. It was like he he was going to beat Devontae Smith anyway. Mac Jones is up there because of Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle and Najee Harris. You know, I say this all the time to Bailey. I, I, I say this all the time to Bailey. It must be a Florida State thing. You guys just, you guys just oh must love gosh. losing. You guys just must oh enjoy losers. So you enjoy you're, picking you're the losers. Different. So we'll Justin about that Field, in a couple of days when we take y'all down in six fifteen, lead eight. Do you, you got that one there? You got that one? The sweet sixteen or the elite eight? Which one are you going with? You got that it's one? The elite eight. Come on. Okay, there you go. There you go. Denver Broncos are now on the clock here. This the Denver guy. Broncos are now on the clock, and a, another team that's been in talks with quarterbacks. Are they flirting with a quarterback yeah. here? What's happening? No, um, I think uh, I think Mac Jones is too much like drew lock and at that point i think you run it back with drew lock give him another chance and you address your defense i mean you, here's the thing you're in the end in the afc west with some great qbs i mean if your defense is going to play holes all day long I, I think i would look into that so i have the denver broncos taking patrick sertan Ooh, as no smocks it's got me sad right here because i'm like man now my mock is starting to look a lot like what's been out there because the way this is starting to go down there you're 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 uh you're really upsetting some fans here i know that let me see here uh michael sherman brought this up i gotta find the comment Oof, where is it jesus he Ryan he brought up the, uh, he was asking he was asking if patrick certain can fall certain could fall to oh the yeah Eagles out of the, 12. the 12 yeah and i mean i don't that see was, it i don't see it yeah, it, that that's a tough that's a tough ask. That's a tough get there. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, Patrick Sertan's a great pick for Denver. Although 
Didn't Denver just bring back? Uh, uh, didn't they just? Yeah, sign but a that's not enough. They. Oh, they, that's fair. I that's think fair. they brought back. I think they brought back their same one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can't remember um, who it was. We'll have to do some research on that one. But uh, okay, so Denver at nine takes Patrick Sertan. Round out the top ten here, AJ. The Dallas Cowboys. Aaron Mukes's Dallas Cowboys. The start of the NFC least train here of picks. Dallas kicks it off. Where do they go? I'm sorry to do this. However, uh, they signed Kyle Fuller. They brought That's back it. Justin Justin Simmons, Simmons, and they signed uh, Ronald Darby. So that's quite interesting. That oof, that'd be a great secondary. I'd still I'd still add Patrick Sertan to that. Um, Darby in the number ten. Darby and have Sertan up at the top or on the uh, yeah, on the corner. I mean, that's big by receivers. That mean, I I can see Patrick Sertan becoming the type of defender, the type of second cornerback to lock down a half of a field. I really can. He's got that type of yeah, talent. He's got I, that that type of I, potential. I, I can see it. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Dallas at ten. Where they go? This one actually is probably one of the more easy picks. It's been the same one for a while at this point. And uh, Caleb Farley to the Dallas Cowboys. They need help in the secondary. They were just torched week in and week out all last season. Uh, they addressed the secondary, get some help with Caleb Farley at number 10. True, true type like quarterback. It. You know, he, he, it's he good plays pick. well. He, yeah. it, it's, it's a great pick. It, it is a great pick. And this is your final top 10. Lawrence the Jags, Wilson right. at two. Lance at three, Pitts at four, Panay Sewell at five, Devontae Smith at six, Jalen Waddle at seven, Justin Fields at eight, Patrick Sertan at nine, Caleb Farley at ten. Last question regarding the top ten before we get rolling uh, through the rest of the draft. AJ, which one of these picks yeah. here uh, do you feel the least comfortable with? <laughs> uh, the least comfortable? Yep. Is it is it your guy? Is it, 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 it four? At, is it four? No, I'm. I would say three, uh, because I really could see them believing in Justin Fields as well. Uh, literally, the, you asked me who they're going with at three, and it was. I literally could have just like snapped a finger, and whoever was left is who I would have said. It just. I let I a like word it. vomit out, and I and I I felt it like I think it's that close. It could be either yeah. one of them, Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I like it. I, 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 I don't. I don't think. I don't think Atlanta wants to get a QB right now with how they just had to take care of his contract. I'm, I could be wrong. I would, but... I, that, that's what that's what's fun. I find funny here is because you did pick Kyle Pitts for for Atlanta, and you feel more comfortable about that than you do about San Francisco's pick. So let's yeah. move on here. Though we move on to the eleventh pick in the draft, continuing with the NFC least train. It's <laughs> the New York Giants, but there is some comments <laughs> about Jamar Chase not being in the top ten. There is some comment about yeah Jamar. <laughs> Halftime Sports comes in here with a guess saying, guessing Giants or Eagles. Do you put Jamar Chase with Kenny Galladay and Shepard in New York, or do you go elsewhere? If I'm the New York Giants, I go elsewhere. I like the Kenny Galladay uh, uh, signing. I think they still really enjoy Sterling Shepard. Darius Slayton has a great rapport with, uh, with Daniel Jones there, so I think they address their defense. They really... They really are a couple pieces away from bring, like bringing back a great defense and solidifying it with a Dory Jackson that they just brought on. And now they go and they grab their edge rusher in Quiddy Pay. And I think that's I think that's a solid spot for them to get some real pressure on the QB, keep their offense on the sideline while uh, the defense is doing their thing. 
see, I don't like this pick. This is my first, this is your, your first pick that you have where I just don't like you take Quinny pay with the Giants because one of the biggest needs for the New York giants is a linebacker. And you have Micah Parsons sitting there at 11 and yeah. you don't need him. And that's, that's a playmaker on the defensive side of the ball brought back Leonard Williams. So they're obviously there's still holes on that defensive line, but you brought yeah. back Leonard Williams and I don't hate this quitty pay pick. I'm not trying to disrespect right. him, man. That's a good pick. It's no, no, a good I, pick. It's I, a good no, no, play. No, but but Micah, but Micah part, I hate pro days. I hate pro days. I do. Cause everyone mm-hmm. looks good at a pro day. Everyone looks good at a yeah. pro day, but Micah Parsons also looked fantastic during the season. He's a freak athlete. He obviously is a freak athlete. I think he, a four three five as a linebacker, which is just unreal. And his partner, yeah. So and his partner ran, I believe, one one uh, a millisecond behind that or whatever it is. Uh, but Micah Parsons being here for the New York Giants, that would be where I would go. But something that you also have to consider here too, that gives you some some hope about Quiddy Pay going to the Giants, is that let's remember this, guys. It's not just about who the best player is fitting their team needs. It's who's making these picks, and we know yeah. the Giants have reached before, so it's not a, mm-hmm. a surprise that they go against the grain here and take a quitty pay. So it's it's. I mean, I I do see other guy and just dis, a disagreement on the on the uh, Dallas pick that you had. Again, you have to think about who's making these picks. Mm-hmm. It's not just about talent. You have to try and put yourself in these GM's shoes and these coaches' shoes. I'm okay with this quitty pay pick. I would have liked to see Micah Parsons, but I digress. You looked focused over there. Yeah, I hope you, yeah. I hope you're focused um, because I hope you're focused because this 12th pick, there's a lot riding on this 12th pick because there's a lot of Eagle <laughs> fans here. And yeah. this pick is going to make or break your career. Oof. All right. Well then I guess I'll just come right out and say it. <sighs> the best version of Alshon Jeffrey is what you're getting here. Jamar Chase comes to the Eagles. They get a big body receiver. They need a lot of help next to Greg Ward and a Travis Fulgham. And I'm oh hoping the Dallas Guardians steps back up. <laughs> what? If, if you're if you're Philadelphia and you've made this move to trade back to 12 and you still get the same guy you were probably going to draft at six, yeah. that would be yeah. a I mean, you yeah. you just made Eagles fans happy with that pick, I would assume. Because <laughs> that is a that, I mean, and it makes the most logical sense. We try and stay on yeah. these picks that or not stay on these picks that are the most that make the most sense and don't create that much conversation. This doesn't because Jamar Chase is great. Yeah, I agree. Plain and simple. And he Plain just kind of fell. Just kind of fell just a little bit. Just yep. a little and bit. It, it, it and again. No one likes that Chase fell out of the top 10, but it happens, man. It really does happen. We could see it. I'm okay with it here. So Jamar Chase to the Giants. 13 is the Los Angeles Chargers. This one's easy, right? Uh, It has to be easy, Yeah, they need need lineman help. I think they like Christian Derrissaw a little bit more uh, than Rashawn Slater, so I'm going to go with Christian Derrissaw out of Virginia Tech. Book it. Book it, book it. Vikings are up next. I'll pull up the draft board again here. Christian Terrace out of the Los Angeles Chargers. Hi, Mom. Appreciate you joining the show late, skis. Uh, But the Minnesota Vikings are now on the clock. This one seems 
easy to me again. I mean, we just saw the Vikings before the show started. They they signed uh, Mackenzie Alexander, so now they have uh, Mackenzie Alexander, Patrick Peterson in the secondary. Do they go on the offensive side of the ball here, AJ? Yeah, they do. It they do now. At one point, I had them shoring up that secondary because I thought they still needed help. They could use a lot of defense. I mean, their their coach called them out for that a few different times. So, but I think now that it's moved around like this, Rashawn Slater sitting right there. They also need to bolster up that line. So I'm going to go ahead and give them Rashawn Slater. He goes one pick later after That's a good pick. Christian Davis. I like him a lot. You get the protection for Justin Herbert. Uh, I want to address this here. I asked Ryan earlier about the Dolphins yeah. uh, still being big players. I couldn't disagree more with this comment. I could not disagree more with this comment just because, hmm. first of all, why would the Jets trade back with their division? Right? I get it. I get it. It happens sometimes. But <laughs> at pick the second pick in the draft, that's a yeah. That's supposed to be a big time player right there. That's supposed to be an impact player that you're gonna have to see twice a year, and you're not gonna want to yeah. see that twice a year, okay? Whether that be a quarterback, whether it be a wide receiver, whether it be anybody else, you're not gonna want to see it twice a year. So I really can't see the Dolphins moving up with the Jets. Maybe they move up with the Falcons. We talked about them needing a pick or a having a trade mm -hmm. partner. That could be where it is. But as for the Jets, I just – I don't know, man. I can't see that happening. Yeah. Oof. That'd be Miami really wheeling and dealing. They got back to four. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the New England Patriots are now on the clock here. And oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do they trade back? Do they stay put? Do they get their quarterback? Do they get a playmaker? What do they do? I am. Look at I, I was fighting with this pick, man. I was fighting with this pick because I really do believe they have a very solid trade partner here in Washington football team. I think Washington football team needs a quarterback. I, Ryan Fitzpatrick there, but how many times is Ryan Fitzpatrick the answer to your team? It's not. But New England has been linked and linked and linked to Mac Jones day in and day out. And I think I think for the purposes of this draft, this one I'm gonna have New England stay, and they're gonna take Mac Jones at 15. They'll get their QB, have them come in, learn the system, sit behind Cam, who they just paid 14 mil to. So you know they're gonna probably start him. But yeah, wow. that, that was a stressful wow. pick. And wow. I thought about changing it again. I thought you would trade back. I I I'm for some reason I'm not sold on it Mac Jones sense, going right? high. It does. It I, the the destination makes sense. The fit makes sense. But I just I don't I have a hard time seeing Mac Jones in the top 15. I have a hard time seeing him in the top 25 to be honest. I really do. I, I really do. I'm I'm I feel not, that pain. I, I'm an Alabama truther. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a my own team truther. I admit when something is sometimes. I admit that my players are flawed. Okay. My favorite players are flawed and Mac Jones is a flawed player. I see him falling out of round one, to be completely honest. I could definitely see him wow. falling out of round one just because he's not his athletic abilities, man. This is a new yeah. league, a new, a new style, but I do I, the fit right there with the Patriots makes a whole lot of sense. The Arizona Cardinals now are on the clock and Bailey asked the question, could the Cardinals take Najee Harris after losing Kenyon Drake here at 16? I don't see that. Uh, I think this is too early for a running back. They uh, they still kind of need to shore up that defense, and I think this is deep enough at wide receiver that they can address that in the second round or so. 
Uh, so I have them taking a cornerback here. And this has been kind of the consensus with a lot of people. Uh, I'm going to give them J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Love that pick. I love yeah. that pick, man. That is such a great pick. I love. I think J.C. Horn it could be a, a steal of this draft. I, obviously, the talk is all around Caleb Farley and Patrick Sertan. But I really like J.C. Horn. I think he's very athletic. Again, another player who had a great pro day. Uh, but it's a good pick. It's a good pick right here. Do you care? Do you care to get into it, or is that pretty much sum it up? Yeah, it pretty much sums it up. I mean, there you go. I like it. Yeah, and I agree. He, I, I don't see him falling out of round one. I understand your thought process on that, Vinny, but you yeah. also have to come down to what the what what's being said around the league, and it's yeah. it's being said he's he could go into the top ten. There's some people yeah. who really feel like that's a possibility. And 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 that's that's another reason some of these other teams I don't have them rushing to get a QB. Everyone says there's not going to be QBs next season. We've been hearing that for the past two or three seasons, and here we are again talking about five, maybe six QBs in the first round. So I love this comment I here. I love this comment. It's great. Get that Arizona. Yeah, get that defense vibe. About it. It's gonna about that. it's gonna it's gonna be great. The Las Vegas Raiders are now on the clock and they take uh let's let's scroll all the way down to whoever the 152nd uh ranked person is here. They yeah, take right. <laughs> Diablo from Virginia Tech, safe <laughs> Virginia Tech. About it. That's the best name ever. They deserve <laughs> to be in the fandom of the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Mr. Diablo come home. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders on the clock, AJ. Where are you going at seventeen? They 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 just have so many holes now. Boy, John John Gruden robbed the Raiders. (laughs) Did he not? Like, oh my gosh, they have so many holes. I I took a dart throw on defense, man. Like, you think they could go ahead and get an offensive line, but so many holes. I I I got them taking Jeremiah Owusu Koromora. Jesus Christ, Jeremiah Owusu Koromora. You have you have Micah Parsons falling extremely far and i did too i think in my draft i don't yeah. remember my name. i'll have to pull that back yep. up uh yep. that's a good pick though that's a good pick D- dylan would be happy about that that one he's a big notre dame guy uh and, and hey i don't have to fit that i don't have to fit his name into a graphic anymore so i'm happy i'm happy that's a good pick that's a really good pick they need linebacker help the dolphins are back on the clock though at 18 they they took uh they took Devonte smith earlier you had them take Devonte mm-hmm. smith earlier where mm-hmm. do the Dolphins go here? Are you ready? Oh, I'm Are ready. excited. Is now nausea? you can have Micah Parsons. Now oh, you can pick. have Micah Parsons. That's Listen, there's been a lot, a lot of questions about Micah Parsons. Now, really? there, there's all this conversation about, not about his play, not about his style, but about his character and about the type of player he's been and the type of player who, Maybe he goes out there and he shows his talent, but it's being said that he's not out there. And being being a person that you want around in the locker room, they have a lot of character questions, a lot of red flags. There was apparently some big scandals that he got into at the end of high school and the beginning of college, and it's been coming out a little bit. He spoke on it and talked about how that's not who he is anymore. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes. The, the things you're supposed to say. Yeah. Now, I yeah. think this is a steal. On the field, you're getting a hell of a player. But I think people are a little worried and they allow that type of stuff it, to get in the way of drafting a little it, bit. It does make sense though, because I can see I can just picture it now. Draft day, we're in Cleveland. Their setup is gonna be sick, by the way, I hear. Uh, but we're in Cleveland. The Raiders are on the clock. Raiders fans and the and the ESPN analysts are like, 
They're going to go Micah Parsons here. They need Micah Parsons here. They're going to go Micah Parsons. And they don't go Micah Parsons, and then he falls to the yeah. next pick. It's just like Cleveland Farrell when the Jags were when the Jags were behind the Raiders or a little bit behind the Raiders and the Raiders took Cleveland Farrell from Clemson. And then the Jags ended up with Josh Allen, which super Oof. happy about it. Super Sad. Jags fans, super happy about it though. Uh, but I could just see that happening. Raiders fans just live in constant heartache. Uh, Closing out, almost closing out the uh, the next 10 here is the Washington football team. And you had them not trade up. You were considering yeah. them moving up. Now they stay put. Are they going? I guess that you can't really go quarterback. Here. There's no other quarterbacks. Nope, go they don't. Uh, so this one might shock a couple people, but uh, I, lo- I love I love the addition of Curtis Samuel next to Terry McLaurin. But I don't think it's enough especially if you don't have a QB that you're putting all of your trust in. So I have them going to get a big body style receiver. Curtis Samuel has some size, but he's still one of those quick number twos. Uh, I think they go and get a big body, go get it vertical type receiver. And I got them taking Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. I like Rashad a lot. I I like him a lot. There was a lot of talk about how, uh, I mean, uh, Rondale Moore, the kid out of the wide receiver out of Purdue had again, another great pro day superstar here but with rondale Moore, i'm like i think he's not getting talked about enough and i think he could end up being one of those receivers that he could be an aj brown in my opinion in this in this draft where he's not talked about enough Uh, all the hype is around the physical freak that has been rondale Moore, and his vertical jump Mm -hmm. was insane and now all the talk shifts to him and the other big three wide receivers. But then you have you have Rashad Bateman here, and he could be that AJ Brown type of receiver. And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up falling into round two. And because of all the hype that's around all the other wide receivers, uh, but, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, yep. That's fair. Early I can see that switch. I can yeah, see that early. switch. I, I know that's not out of the question. Yeah, uh, early round right. two. It definitely. Uh, the, the possibility, and it just makes sense that AJ Brown comparison there, right there for him. It's he's the consistent yeah. wide receiver out of the whole entire group, or out of at least between him and, and Rondale Moore. And because AJ Brown was more consistent in college than DK Metcalf, and then DK Metcalf yeah, got picked for him, and then AJ Brown both are great. Both, AJ are, Brown both are great, yeah. both, both, both yeah. are great, but it's just. I don't know. We'll move on though. Rounding out the t- the the next ten is the Chicago Bears, and you hurt Bears fe- Bears fans' feelings here because they did not move up to get a quarterback. They did not, they're and I don't think they still will. They're, they're the well, QB one, Andy Dalton. They're scared to pick QBs in the draft now. <laughs> you know, it doesn't go too well for them when they do that. They end up with players like Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Right. Uh, but funny enough. Wait, can I just, can I just change one drop in here to the Mitch Trubisky drop this one? Yeah, I'm about it. Can that be, about it. Can can that we, be Mitch uh, Trubisky drop? Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? It's good to see y'all. I'm just going to sit here. And... Oh, yeah, you're in solo, but I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. Like, hey, welcome back hey, to the show. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. It's like, right, why is so this on me while nothing is happening? Bears on the clock. <laughs> Where are they going? They are going to the Baltimore Ravens who have called them and traded up from 27 to 20. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. That makes my life. And hold on. I'm going to solo you here real quick while I make, uh, 
while I make this happen, while I make the trade happen on the what? on the simulator. Uh, we can't show all the way all the ways they're gonna do it. We can't show how they decide that they want to trade for him. No, because I have to. No, because I have to. Because we're not playing the game here. We're not gonna play this oh, game. I need to be able to. I need to be able to fine. make this okay. trade go through. Okay. Well, I, sorry, I basically make I, I basically make the pick. I ba- I basically I, the I way I do works. I thought they'd yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought they'd enjoy watching you give them like five picks, but here we are talking about nothing. So I mean, <laughs> Rondell Moore. Here we go. By the way, here we go. There's your trade. There's your trade package. You give them life. Ooh, give them life. See, I'm giving them every single that, pick. They're getting the 27, the 58, <laughs> the 104. <laughs> every pick Whoever in 2022. Such a Chicago right. move. We're going to give away our entire 2022. See? And, and they declined it. They declined it. They declined it's not it. realistic. You tried to give them everything they ever deserved. Oh, my God. <laughs> they declined That's it. So I sad. was in that situation. <laughs> That's that hilarious. was the Bears. Oh, All right, wait, well, no. Oh, no, I got to be. Hold on. I, I, I actually messed that up. I messed that up. I have to be the Ravens trying to trade up with the Bears. I think. Yeah. So Let's the Ravens trade it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, once you get there, um, go ahead and make that Rondell Moore. Ooh. Uh, so hold on. Hold on here. Before yeah. you make that pick, before you make that pick, I don't know if you saw the news that happened today. The Baltimore, oh, did he? Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watkins. Yeah, I saw that. But, I mean, yo, that's not enough. Sammy Watkins okay. about to be AJ Green material. Like he, he's still a decent receiver with that. You still need help. That doesn't fix your offense by any means. Uh, now I will say they do need a lot of defensive help, and that might be a great direction to go as well. And I could still see them trading up and taking a defensive player, but I've already had them uh, locked in on Rondell Moore, so I'm going to leave it there. Why can they not find Rondell Moore on here? <sighs> because uh, it's no, where Morgan. is he? Maybe how far down is on this list? He's not that far, bro. Did I miss him? He's not that far, probably. Oh no, not from twenty. That's what I'm saying. Did I pick him already? I didn't pick him already. No, you did not. That's crazy. Wow, they this pro football simulator has him as the 56th ranked prospect below Elijah Moore, below Terrace Marshall, and below Kadarius Tony. Wow, I could see the book. So that would be a steal. that would be a big time reach according to Pro Football Network. According to them, wow! Thanks for making me feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should feel stupid for this, man. That's unreal. That is that is unbelievable. Crazy, Indianapolis Colts on the clock here. They just acquired uh, Carson Wentz. They've got some offensive line issues. They brought back T.Y. Yep. Hilton. Where do they go? I have them taking Elijah Vera Tucker here. I think uh, they addressed. I think they addressed their line. Uh, they could. I mean, they could also if there's a tackle that's still on the board that they like, they could go here as well because uh, Quentin Nelson can basically play wherever he wants. Yep. <laughs> and Elijah Elijah Vera Tucker has played some uh, some tackle as well. So yeah, he he uh, he's a Swiss Army knife in terms of the offensive line. I think he could. Yeah. I think he could do great. That one's a simple one. The Tennessee Titans are now on the clock. And they are a team that they're weird teams, in my opinion, in this draft. They're a very odd, odd team in this draft. Where do you have them? What do you have them doing? 
You know what's crazy? The Tennessee Titans were prime to have to get some help in this draft on the defensive side of the ball. And now they let go of uh, you know, a Dory Jackson as well. They now they really need help. But listen to their wide receivers. AJ Brown, Nick Westbrook, Rashad Davis, yep. Chester Rogers, Cameron Bot Batson, Cody Hollister. <laughs> I mean, they got Josh Reynolds. <laughs> they they Josh desperately Reynolds. Hey, they got Josh Reynolds. Good job. Good job. They desperately need some wide receiver help. I mean, you can't I know Derrick Henry's a beast, but you can't run him every single down. And unless he gets some magic hands this season, you what can't about, throw him the ball all the time. What what about the pass rush? What about that pass rush they need? Okay. What about their tight end situation too? Who are they throwing the ball to? They don't have pass catchers. They okay. need a receiver okay. desperately. Okay. Like they let okay. John o. Smith go. Is Anthony Fersker their guy? Anthony Fersker. Fersker. Yeah. Oof. What a guy. I don't think what so. A, so, so who, I okay. actually who is it? I'm actually going here. Uh, Ryan Neff says Bateman, but uh, I already had him go to Washington football team. Rondell Moore is going to Baltimore with the trade to Chicago. I'm going Terrace Marshall Jr. here. This is a Ooh, wow. this is a guy who can line up really well opposite of AJ Brown. Spectacular hands can make just about every catch. Blazing speed. He 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 was a guy opposite of just about everybody on that LSU team, and he kind of slipped under the radar because they've had such great receivers come out of LSU over the last couple of years. So I think he actually can set up very nicely across from AJ Brown, and they keep Ryan Tannehill looking pretty good moving forward. Yeah, you talk about the breakaway speed, and there's these these highlights here. I mean, this is this uh, this next one here coming up. He just burns and just yeah. he's gone. He's just yeah, gone. I, I was I was looking at something else, and even though he threw up. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. And I just I noticed that, and I was like, because I, I I'm not high on him. I'm really not yeah. high on Terrence Marshall here. I think honestly, if Baltimore stays back, that could be a, yeah. a pick for them right there. It's a possibility. Uh, but it, it, it I, I, I like the pick. I saw the highlights. I was like, okay, this could, could be good. Because I mean, yeah. you, you talk about LSU wide receivers as of late. I mean, they're just. Is LSU wide receiver wide receiver you? They very well could be OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Justin Jefferson, uh, potentially Jamar Chase, and Terrace Marshall here if the, he ends up yeah. doing something. So I like that pick here. It, it could be a great pick. Uh, the New York Jets at 23. A.J. Johnson, where is the New York Jets going after taking? They got their quarterback. They got their quarterback at two. Yep. And now they bolster up that secondary because they really, really need cornerback help so badly. Um, they, they they got some safety help back there. Now they need corner help. I got them going. Greg Newsom, the second out of Northwestern. Big, long, athletic guy. He's got hops out the gym. I think this is a good fit. They bolster that secondary up. It's a good pick. It's a very good pick. The Steelers now are on the clock, and they could go two routes, in my opinion. That might be a running back. That might be offensive line. Are either of those the routes that you are taking? I'm not going running back in the first round because uh, I need someone to protect for my running back. And if, if you go running back, he's just going to be getting hit left and right in the backfield. So I have them taking Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State here. That's a good some people have uh some other people have linked him to Samuel Cosme, the center out of Texas, uh after losing the pouncy, but 
I, I I feel I feel like they're gonna get some edge help too. Make sure he's not. I believe they also him. lost. They also yeah. lost Alejandro uh, Villanueva. Who Villanueva? Their, yep. I think I believe that was their tackle. I'd have to look that up just to confirm that. Um, but I like that pick a lot as well. I think that I think I think now that you know Big Ben's coming back, that's your pick right yeah. there. Um, yeah. And and Bailey's comment in regards, I would just assume this is the Jets pick um, that we were talking about before. I'm pretty sure yeah. that popped up for it. Um, the Jets taking a running back to help Zach Wilson would be a good pick. It would be a great yeah. pick. But I, I agree Don't. with the fact that they need secondary help. And Richard Sherman hasn't signed yeah. there yet, like we've all predicted. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to get it. As of right now, they had to get it. And again, we will be I, – I don't think I mentioned this before. Uh, we are doing a all-out mock draft special the day before the draft where all the information is piled in. We're one day before draft night. We will have a mock draft special, maybe with all four of us here, maybe with just us two. We don't know. Well, we're going we're gonna to plan that one out. But there will definitely be one more rough cut mock draft uh, before. So maybe ETN there. But – AJ, this is a very special pick. My Jacksonville Jaguars are now on the clock at 25. Where do right. they go? I hope I do right by you, sir. Um, I, I will. Yeah. I, I saw a pick earlier. I saw someone's mock draft earlier. They have the Jags take, obviously, Trevor Lawrence with one. And then at 25, they took Travis Etienne. And I know oh, wow. Jags fans, and I know Jags fans would be like, "Oh my God, they have James Robinson. Why would you take Travis Etienne?" But <laughs> I love that pick because yeah, I bet. <laughs> I, no, honestly, I don't. Never mind. I don't like that pick because I would prefer <laughs> Najee Harris here over Travis Etienne because you don't wow. need another pass catching type of running back like you already have in James Robinson. You need someone who's going to be able to pound the rock like a Najee Harris, and I think that is where James Robinson. James Robinson pounds the rock. Uh, but he's more of a he's more of a like a, a CMC type, or he's just a pass catcher. But I digress. Yeah. It's your pick. You're on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars at 25. Where are you going? <sighs> All right. So it's been said and noticed that the Jaguars really need tight end help. Yep. But I'm not sold on Pat Fryermuth being a first round talent. I don't. I don't think he is. And for that reason, I have him slipping out of the first round. And I know y'all just got Rayshon Jenkins from the Chargers, but I don't think that's enough safety help. I don't think you're sold that you're solid in safety. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Trayvon Morig here. I've seen a lot of people uh, link him to Trayvon Morig to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they like him as well, and I definitely think he can come in and bolster that secondary again. So when everyone's covered. Your guys like Caleb on chasing can and uh, Josh Allen can do work up top. So both of that secondary a little bit more and see what you get out of that. Yeah, I, I, I like that pick a lot. I, I, I really do. I think the Jags, they need to get secondary help as my computer yeah. freezes as I try and pull up the Jags depth chart. Uh, but realistically, the Jags need all the help that they can get in that secondary. It was one of the worst in the NFL last season. And you take a look at their second at their at their safeties in particular. You have you obviously have what you, you mentioned, Rayshon J Jenkins there. You have Rudy Ford. That's not scaring anybody, but he was recently signed. So it could he yeah. could be a guy that you have. 
But then you have Andrew Wingard. He's not. Let, let's be real here. He was he was like yeah. the Gardner Minshew of the defense last year. His hair was great. He was able to, to make some plays sometimes. But realistically, he was weak. And you bring in a yeah. guy like I, – I, I love your pick here. That's I can simplify yeah. the game there and just say I love your pick there at 25. The Brownies Thank now, you. baby. The, the Brownies are on the clock here yeah. after a great season. The Cleveland Browns are now not picking in the top 15, and they have the 26th pick in the draft. Where are they going? Bruh. You got some big this, names here still on the clock. Or still yep, on the, and on this the here, to me, this to me is a steal of a pick for the Browns. Uh, you know, they missed out on the J.J. Watt sweepstakes. So I have them going Aziz Ojulari here and just falling in their lap. Big body, powerful hitter from Georgia. I think him next to Miles Garrett. Ooh. And if they get their secondary back, the Greedy Williams and the Grant Dell Pitts of the world, that's a defense that can act to put some wood to people. So uh, I, I, lo- I love this thought process of them falling, unfortunately falling, but landing in the Browns' lap and see if they can do some good things with a player like Aziz Ojulari. Yeah, that's a that is another great pick. I mean, the Browns, man, they are a team that just has just built them their defense up. They got, I got, I'm pretty sure they got they got John Johnson from the uh, Rams this past offseason. Uh, Grant Delpit's still there, and if he's healthy, he's going to be in the lineup. They got Tack McKinley there. I mean, they are just a, a, it's a scary scary possibility in Cleveland. We talked. Cleveland was the joke of the league for quite some time. And Michael Sherman just commented it. Perfect timing. Is Cleveland Mm -hmm. officially the class of that division? Yes. The class of that division? Well, like the top, I would would assume he means the top of the top. I'm not going to say the class because it's Cleveland here, but. (laughs) They're good. They are good. Think about that though. We're talking about class and classy here. I guess Pittsburgh would be the mm. class of the division, right? Because Baltimore's a place, and then Ohio's a place, and right, right. I mean, I've never been to either one of those places, so I can't say that they're not. Oh, great. you're playing. The, <laughs> you're pandering. You're pandering. I'm okay being the heel here. I'm okay being the bad guy. Yeah, the bear. Yes, I, I mean, if you need to do that, if you need the, to do that. The Bears have traded back again, pissing off a lot of Bears fans because instead of moving up to get their quarterback and instead of staying put, they move back. And this is just, it's got a lot of Bears fans probably mad, but where are you going with the Bears at 27? And I think you are still going to be mad. It, it, it addresses a need. It addresses a need, but it's not a sexy <laughs> pick. And I, I have them. <laughs> What's so funny? It's like, which it's laughing at like, like, <laughs> How dare you? Uh, it's literally like you're like you're like beating around the bush to break the bad news to Bears fans. It's like, hey, you tried your Listen. best. You tried your best. You really tried. You had that high pick with Mitch Trubisky. You did good for a little bit, but, but then you drafted Jalen Mayfield, the, the offensive wait. tackle for Michigan. Are you? Is that really your pick? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Explain. Jalen Mayfield. They need line help. If you if you're not going to get one of your quarterbacks, you resign Allen Robinson. I told you I think they like Darnell Mooney. They haven't been able to get rid of Anthony Miller. Who's a receiver you're jumping up for here? They need line help. And if you want anything to come of of Sam Darnold, you got to protect him. And whoever you do end up getting this season after, 
So I go ahead and I get them their lineman help, and they get that in the first round. They move on and try to do bigger and better things. It's a big move right there, buddy. That's they've, a big, big they've move. Some, they've got some draft capital now, so they can do some other things. It's uh, a big you know, move. later on in the draft. Yeah. I like it. I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Now the Saints are on the clock. We're rounding out this draft, buddy. We're doing great on time as opposed to my last mock. Uh, 28th overall, the New Orleans Saints select who? All right. I have them taking cornerback Eric Stokes. What? So this guy is from Georgia. Super fast. You're going to hear his name start slipping up and slipping up further and further. He's blazing fast. He's got great on-ball talent. He was a corner piece of that Georgia defense. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they and they need some secondary help, especially now with uh, you know probably a pending release of uh, Marshawn Lattimore after some uh, big news came out from him today. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, I think this will fit know, in. And, it's uh, I know we talk about making fans mad and people mad, and I think you just made Bailey mad because he has been so high on Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State, and he's been pumping yeah. up his tires like he's going to be a first-round cornerback, and you end up having them take a cornerback, and it's not yeah. Asante Samuel Jr., and they instead go with Eric Stokes. It's a good pick. It's not a bad pick. It's not a great pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. And at this point in the draft, really, if you're getting mad right. about any of these picks, back off because anywhere, in my opinion, anywhere past pick 15, it's just a crapshoot. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I, th I, I think it is. I, and that's why I'm okay with the Jags. If they were to sell the farm to trade up for Kyle Pitts, I'm okay with that because anywhere after pick 15 is a joke. That's Maybe not a joke. Maybe that's a harsh <laughs> word. Maybe that's yeah, a little harsh word. Now That's go pack go baby. The Packers are on the clock at 29 and oh boy the Packers <laughs> with the 29th pick in the draft. Let me find a quarterback here scrolling all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong is Zach, and they, pick Zach they pick Zach Smith out of Tulsa. Got it. Done deal. Jeez. Ooh, Felipe Franks. Jeez. Oh my gosh, he's in the oh, draft. Yeah, I know. He's in this draft. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Green Bay on the line. Funny enough, uh, you mentioned Tulsa, and I do have them taking a player out of Tulsa. It just so happens to be <laughs> linebacker Zaven Collins. Hey, they need linebacker help. It's a good do. pick. You know, the, the Smith, the Smiths aren't who they were, or have they let go some of them, I think, as well. And I don't, oh, yep. They need linebacker help. A lot of yeah, people no, have them going with Nick Bolton. I think that's a little too low. Too yeah, and I, I think at this point you look at the draft and you look at who's there available in terms of offensive talent. There's no one. There's you're not getting a you're not getting a big time talent. Maybe you go for an Elijah Moore, maybe at wide receiver. You don't take a running back because he just locked up Aaron Jones. So I mean, at that right. point, I'm okay with the Zayvon Collins pick. Now the Buffalo Bills. We talk about running backs. You don't have a running back off of the board here. You still look at this. Najee Harris and Travis Etienne are still there. The Buffalo Bills have been rumored for a running back. Do you give them a running back? I do not. Ooh. I have the Buffalo Bills taking their interior defensive line help, and they go and they grab Christian Barmore from Alabama. I understand the need for a running back. You know how I feel about Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, but the Bills don't feel the same way. 
There's, I mean, th the, there's a possibility of running backs later in the draft. I don't think you do that in round one. I think you believe in the two guys you have back there who just unfortunately had a lot of back and forth injury problems. If those guys can stay healthy this season, they could put on a show. They're two talented running backs very early in their career. I think you get some help and get back to being the defensive team that the Bills Mafia was. Christian Barmore, interior defensive lineman. Let's do it. I, I like that pick. I, that's my favorite pick of the draft from you so far. I said so far, like it's like you just started the draft. Only, I love that. It pick. only thirty picks. Yeah, yeah that it is a good pick. It really is a, a good pick, and they need that. That is a desperate need for the Buffalo Bills. Is that interior pass rusher? Christian Barmore, guy who was on the rise after that natty, that natty game, man. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy about it. Thirty one, rounding it out. Kansas City Chiefs. Where are you pick. going? It's a fun pick. Uh, I and I'll say this: this player could have gone sooner, and there's a very good chance he will. But I am going to. They need they need help on the edge. I don't think I'm not buying into this offensive line help needed uh, for Kansas City. They've made some decent signings in free agency. You're getting some guys back who opted out from COVID. So I'm going to think they're going to surprise everybody and do something back in that wacky scheme of theirs. And I got them going with Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver out of Florida. I think oh, Mikar Hardman is fun, but he hasn't been what they've been looking for him to be. Uh, they lose Sammy Watkins. Brian Pringle is just a name. He's just a guy. He's a jag. So I think they bring Kadarius Tony in here. <laughs> I think they bring Tony in here and get another one of those shifty guys, those quick guys that Patrick Mahomes can add another toy to the list. A lot of speed right there, man. That's a lot of speed with Kadarius Tony. They're going with the Chiefs. That's a great, that's a great fit for them. Uh I I would have <laughs> you talk about getting a pass rush. I would have been okay with getting that kid from Penn State there for uh for for Kansas City. That Jason the Jason Away guy or, or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Kid that kid's gonna be a stud man. That kid's gonna be a real yeah, stud and I'm hoping that he falls in, maybe falls into the Jags Jags lap. Final pick mm. on the clock here. It is your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one of those teams. What? Not my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I yeah, borderline. 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 Uh, but all right. the Bucs have had the perfect offseason after winning the Super Bowl. As if that isn't perfect enough, they end up bringing back all 20, what, 21, 22 starters from the Super they Bowl. They signed Leonard Fournette today, all 22. All 22, All 22 back, back in Tampa. Unbelievable. They're now on the clock with the 32nd pick, and they they have flexibility here, man. They locked up. They have the same roster from before. Where are they going? <sighs> uh oh, he's getting the so. he's getting he's the warm up the fingers. He's just that's uh, the oh man, it's great. It's great. So here we go. I am amazed at what the Bucks have done in free agency. And if you think about how the Bucks have drafted the last couple of years, they've been very solid. The, the names, and we can get into this a little bit, have been very solid. So they are sitting at a spot now after winning the Super Bowl, bringing back all 22 of their starters, and drafting at 32. If you ask me, 32 is the second round, and you have to approach that pick as in, who would you take in the second round if you had that opportunity? Because all the guys that you're looking at in that level are about to go to other teams. So let me ask you a question there, Vinny. What round would you have Kyle Trask being drafted? 
second or third round. I would have him or maybe early third. Maybe early third is where I would like that Kyle Trask around the early third. I think he is a solid second round pick, and I think that's why the Bucks take him right here because they don't have many holes to fill. Kyle Trask is a solid QB. He's a pro style QB. He reads information well. He makes the right throws. Yeah, you could say he had a Kyle Pitts or whatever, but in Tampa Bay, he's going to have some weapons for a decent amount of time. I imagine Chris Godwin will get locked up next season. But here's the thing. You always hear how I think about a quarterback coming in and sitting behind somebody and having that time to develop. Bring him in and sit him behind Tom Brady. He has no need to worry. There's no pressure on him. He can worry about developing. And in two years, three years, when Brady's finally like, I'm done, you have a pro-style quarterback ready to take the reins and lead you in a new era. I think they surprise everything, everybody. They come up and they grab Kyle Trask with the 32nd pick of the draft. That's bold, man. That's bold. We ran a Twitter poll today about Kyle Trask, and it's funny. You had a, you had a second chance at this because this is your first mock, and you had Kyle Trask here. And yeah. you had an opportunity to go back on that and rethink that. And you stuck with Kyle Trask on that pick. That is, that, that's I some commitment there. That's some commitment there. Want, I mean, I, I guess you want another Jameis situation. <laughs> you don't. You, know, you don't. You, it's it, it, it really has to go back to the fact that Tampa now has that flexibility because they locked yeah. up all of those guys, and you have the flexibility to basically pick whatever you want because. Bailey with a great stat here. Tampa Bay is the first team since 1979 to return all 22 Super Bowl starters. That isn't that's a, that's an impressive stat. Not to say that they're going to win the salary cap dropped. <laughs> exactly, and we go back to what we said again, man. This is a team that bought in. This is a team that has bought into the system, Tampa Bay, and now they have flexibility in the draft, and they take the the potential successor to Tom Brady's throne. And Kyle Trask, he's going to sit. He's going to develop. Uh, it's it's a good. <laughs> it's a good thought process. It's a good thought process, right? You know, I, I I like it when you don't have an immediate need to fix. It, it's just what's the best way to set yourself up for the future while you are in great standing. And with Tampa Bay having Tom Brady there, there's no better way but to start getting your successor now. Start getting somebody who will, you're yep. not going to have a gap between when it's time for the QB to hang up the hang up the cleats. So, I think I think this is a good spot. They steal them, and then you you got some real problems for some other people in the second round for QBs. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. You basically, I mean, at that point, you're you're looking at your next best quarterback could be a Kellen Mond, uh, KJ Castello. Castello. Yeah. Yeah, you're putting teams in a very tough spot after that because that there's a big time drop off. That's for sure. Uh, so we yeah. go back, we look through your mock draft, AJ Oof. Lawrence Wilson. I mean, I don't have to say it here. You guys can see yeah. it. Here. I don't need to go through the mock draft. Yeah, here. we'll do it like uh, this. But- so I got you. The the big the big picks. You know, San Francisco moving up to three. I have them taking Trey Lance, which puts Atlanta to get Kyle Pitts. You drop down. Carolina gets their guy at eight with Justin Fields after a little bit of a receiver spring. Uh, Quiddy Pay was a good name to the New York Giants. Uh, Jamar Chase at 12 to the Eagles, who got back to get another receiver. Desperately needed their help with Jamar Chase. Absolutely. Matt Jones falls in the Patriots' lap. Micah Parsons falls in the Dolphins' lap. And they just have one of the best drafts 
since what they're, they're, having, the best off, they're having a great off season, man. The Dolphins just they continue are. at that point. They we'll continue. Are. This one here is Surprise also another highlight. Harris Marshall Jr. Yeah, a great receiver out of LSU. They really, really need some wide receiver help in Tennessee now. Uh, Aziz Ojulari falls in the, the lap of the Browns. Chicago Bears keep doing Chicago Bears things and upsetting everybody. Kadarius Tony falls to the Chiefs. They get more fun on that offense and keep giving us something to watch. And What's Kyle up? Trask sneaks in the end of the first round and finishes off his Cinderella journey from high school the pros i wanted to i wanted to pull this one up here and look at your original mock draft before the big time shakeup and and look here yeah. at what you did and see i want to see if there's any differences here so folks bear with me here because i just want to see what where the uh where the where Huge the differences are and there really isn't there really i mean yeah it, it kind of it doesn't there's nothing that that really jumps out as a big time like a big time pivot for you. There, there really does. We'll it doesn't go, we'll seem go like- back. We'll go back. So first off, we we do still have Zach Wilson going there, but you have yeah. you know you have the Carolina <laughs> Panthers not being able to trade out. Denver trade can't trade back up, so they're back at nine. Yeah, go ahead. It's it it's the shakeup. It's just the shakeup there. The bit the biggest one out of that would be Denver not taking. Well, at that point. Oh, they uh, they couldn't have taken Justin Fields. You had them take uh, Carolina take them, uh, Justin yeah. Fields there. But I mean, at this point though, your draft doesn't it it, it didn't change that much to me. Uh, according like based yeah. after the the big time shift that had uh, I'll say saw after it. like after fourteen is where you kind of got the same thing. Before fourteen, yeah, yeah. there was a decent amount of switching up. Um. And this is yours from throwback from way back yep. in February. This is, this is way back in February. Yep. Zach Wilson yep. was at three for Carolina. You had that trade in there. Caleb Farley yep. was at four. Um, yeah. I, had, I think yeah. down to. Yeah. Michael Parsons I, going I, to I, Dallas. That, I, I had Justin go Fields go. Uh, I had Justin Fields all go to. to uh, yeah. All the Washington. way to 19. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Too far. Yep. Too far. And look what you had, Rashad Bateman. <laughs> Look where you have Rashad Bateman. Oh yeah, Miami. You yeah, him at eighteen for Miami. You don't have yeah. Rondell Moore in the first round. Do I not have mm. Rondell Moore in the first round? I do not have Rondell Moore in the first. But again, this was back in February. This was yeah, back in yeah. February. We both had we both had Christian Barrymore going to a big time playoff team. Yeah. There, uh, you had you had a uh, Buffalo and I had Green Bay. But this is a great mock draft, AJ. Again, I'll throw it back up one last time for the beautiful people at home uh, viewing here. Again, this mock draft. Uh, I guess I should give out the sponsor here, or not the sponsor, but the Pro Football Network for the draft simulator. We do appreciate it a lot. Uh, but yeah. again. A great mock draft, AJ. Do you have any final closing thoughts before you enter the final countdown? Yeah. Uh, before I enter the final countdown, no, not really. I will say – I didn't know that's where you're going. I will say uh, <laughs> hectic day. It was fun. I did say last time I when we did the mock draft, when it was my turn, I would be much better prepared, and I feel I kept my side of that deal. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, if you have more questions about the draft, be here for the final countdown right after the show. We will talk all through it. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Re- and and we'll, the uh, one that's on social media with no Devonta Smith or. Yeah. yeah with no Devonta Smith on it. Yeah. That was a tough look. Uh, but yes, again, <laughs> join us. In the final countdown. It's going to be a lot of fun. We can talk about anything you want, including this great mock draft that AJ just produced there. Uh, but guys, 
We really appreciate you guys, your, your help, your support all through this, this crazy time that we're going through, but we need, we really need help here. We really need some extra support here. So we need people to start sharing more and more and more. We want to get to a thousand before March madness ends. We know we can hit it, but we know we need your help and we need your help desperately. So please support the show, drop those reviews, share, 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 tell your friends like AJ says, and AJ, can you just do me one last favor? Can you tell these beautiful people where they can follow us so that they can share? I guess head over to Twitter at rough cut underscore sports. On Facebook at Rough Cut Sports, we appreciate all the love there. The Rough Cut Sportscast on Instagram. Check out all the wonderful sports news dropping with Vinny's wonderful graphics. We like to put our clips of the show on YouTube, so go and check those out if you miss anything or you're only listening on the audio. And hit that subscribe button, hit that notification, and tell everybody. Everybody? Everybody. And, of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that be a signed ball, signed cleat, signed jersey. I mean, they've got it all. We go back to it here. I mean, they've got it all. Literally, we talked about this yesterday for yesterday's show, man, a Joe Montana signed football championship trophy. I mean, this is all certified stuff, man. This is all certified material. You can't get it anywhere else but half. (laughs) Yeah, certified. But again, you can't get it anywhere else. But halftime sports collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. Stick around for the final countdown. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.